Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, Charlie Long in studio. And on our Oakwood Heart Jewelers talk and text line, the uh, skipper of the LSU baseball team, Jay Johnson. Coach, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. How you guys doing? Doing great, Coach. Uh, I'm going to throw this out at you. I saw this uh, in in a research deal on Paul Skeens in that, uh, okay, we all know he's leading the nation in strikeouts, 139 strikeouts, and only issuing 13 base on balls, and opponents hitting .165 against him. Coach, that – okay, watching him is one thing. To look at that on paper is staggering. That that is is what you have pitching a guy that with 139 strikeouts and only 13 base on balls and they're not even getting a 170 batting average against him. Yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, Friday nights. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, it's one of the best uh, pitching seasons I've ever seen a college pitcher have and. Certainly thankful for Paul and, and glad he's here at LSU with us this year. Now, Coach Johnson saying a big uh, fan of Friday nights. Uh, boy, and you look at Auburn, obviously, uh, what Auburn did against South Carolina and they were able to do, uh, you know, after the Friday night uh, when, when the LSU Tigers came out on top. Uh, but you look at it, uh, Sunday's loss was the first time LSU would had two consecutive uh, games in a row this season that you didn't come out on top. Uh, so, so how do you feel? Do you start pacing? And the reason, uh, when I bring that, look, you said we walked six guys in the first inning, and that's a tough one to climb out of. Uh, when that happens, uh, do you give like a Vince Lombardi speech, or how does that happen? Do you look at the pitching coach? Or, uh, how do you handle that? It's like, okay, I, I know we can't walk six batters to, to start a game, and all of a sudden in the first inning uh, it's 6-1. to one. Uh, Auburn has a 6-1 to one lead. Because I know you always preach that and talk about, listen, you can't – those free passes, you cannot afford to do that. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, we, uh, we're disappointed with Sunday's game. and uh, But this team's been very consistent all year. Been the number one team in the country for 13 straight weeks until this week and has deserved that. I mean, we've taken on all challengers. Um, we we're 11-4 and four against the top 25 in the RPI. Um, right up there at the top of the conference standings, played very consistent baseball, 
And uh, I've had a very tough schedule. And uh, Auburn's a returning college World Series team on a road. And they have a lot of returning players from that team and have kind of found their stride here lately. So it's a tough matchup. And, you know, Saturday night you get a, a big hit here or there. And uh, right. don't have to make too much of it. Just kind of went back to work, making some adjustments and, and get ready for this weekend. Now, uh, Coach John, just speaking of uh, this weekend, uh, do you view Mississippi State as kind of like uh, a wounded animal? And what I mean by that, look, they playing for their SEC tournament life uh, so, so that they could get in the SEC tournament. Uh, now, uh, I know their fan base has to be extremely disappointing. It just shows you, uh, boy, going from the penthouse to the outhouse, uh, didn't they just win the World Series like what, 2019, a couple of years ago? It seems like it wasn't that long ago. Boy, but they've really struggled. So, But it's still an SEC uh, opponent, and uh, that has to be a challenge because uh, they know they have to do something if they want to have an opportunity to play in the SEC tournament. Yeah, it was 2021. So just two years oh, yeah. ago, they won the national championship. And, um, you know, I think baseball is the only sport and the SEC is the only conference where you could have something like this happen. And basically what that – means is every program in the 14-team conference is capable of winning the national championship. So when you're playing through that, um, it's hard to stay at the top for a long time. And that's kind of our challenge. It's something we want to do here. And um, as far as their team this year, I don't view it as any different than any SEC team. We're going to get their best shot. We've gotten everybody's best shot. And I don't expect any different from the Bulldogs this weekend. Hey, Coach Josh, the same one thing uh, that they have done uh, that they've been able to hit home runs. And, you know, you get ducks uh, on the pond, and then if you knock him in, all of a sudden it's not just single home runs, so you, you want to keep guys off base. Uh, but uh, is that a correct assessment as far as they've been able to, even though they've had a disappointing season, they've been able to uh, hit home runs? Yeah, I mean, I've been watching them last night and all day today, and, yeah, you know, I'm very impressed with their offense. They have power, they have speed, they steal a lot of bases, and, you got to eliminate the free bases. you got to get that leadoff guy out. And uh, if you do give up a homer, which you, you might, then it's only a solo homer. And with our offense, that keeps us in range. And usually that's all we need is just to be able to stay in range. Now, uh, Coach Johnson, when I'm looking at, obviously, uh, you're going to figure it out. And uh, that's what competition is always about. Uh, whether it's Javid Coleman, Raleigh Cooper, Gavin Guidry. I mean, uh, you even made a statement. I mean, everyone in the bullpen will be available uh, you know, you look uh, outside of Paul Skeens. Uh, this was going into uh, playing Northwestern State. And we just need to get some things right. Uh, you have to be encouraged as of late with, uh, and you, I want you to comment on this, uh, Thatcher Hurd uh, from UCLA. Because I think he's going to be a big part of our success going forward. And it seems like now, uh, with the last, I don't know, four games or so, uh, when he's had an opportunity that he's been able uh, to contribute like maybe you would expect. Yeah, he's done great over the last four outings. Uh, the first one was a start, and it was four innings and one run. Then there was two saves mixed in there, and then another start on Tuesday where he picked up a win. And I um, feel like he has always been a really good pitcher, and we've made a couple small tweaks and adjustments, and feel like he's really dialed in for the stretch run and going to pitch great here for the end of this year and all of next year. And certainly happy Thatcher's here and, and pitching his best now. Now, uh, Coach Johnson, we had on uh, Paul Maneri uh, last night. He's a big fan of yours and what you've been able to accomplish. And one thing, like with LSU fans, 
uh, Hoover has been like the box uh, east, I guess, in, in Hoover, Alabama, the SEC uh, tournament. Uh, LSU has always been outstanding and asked Coach Veneri, why was that? He says, well, you know, you have a tough regular season and you know you're playing in the postseason. So he would say, you can't play baseball up tight. You got to go out there. You got to have fun if you have the skill set. And he says that we were all we, we were kind of loose uh, going into the SEC tournament in Hoover, and that's why we ultimately had the success that we had. Uh, do you agree with that viewpoint or what? Absolutely, absolutely. He uh, had unbelievable success in the SEC tournament, and um, you know when you turned on the TV and watched LSU play, they were always kind of playing at their best. Coach Maneri deserves a lot of credit for that, and um, something we want to continue to work hard on and, and emulate for sure. Coach, when you look at it, you've always brought up almost every time on this program when you've been on the consistency level. And you brought it up with Bob about what's happened at Mississippi State. But you've always brought up Arkansas as kind of the blueprint team. And not that they've won it all, but they're there every year. Uh, Sort of a a major league contender uh, for the title. And it's funny, you look at, at what's happened in the breakdown of the West and, and you two guys there, uh, you know, you and Arkansas at that particular spot. And I'll always remember you when we had you on at first last year, you brought that up about Arkansas and you brought it up almost every time. And it has played out again this year. Well, and like Mike saying, uh, Coach Johnson, and look, the injuries they've dealt with. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. They, they have a great program. They've done a great job there. They've recruited as well as anybody in college baseball help them overcome some injuries and those types of things. And, uh, you know, when we beat them two out of three this, this year, that was a big step for me and for our program because of the respect that we have for them. And uh, I said to one of our coaches, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw him again here real soon. Now, uh, Coach Johnson, uh, with, with Mississippi State, um, and, you know, it's human nature, and it is the SEC. I know it's the SEC, and, uh, and Mississippi State not having this season – uh, that they'd want to have. have uh, how, how do you, I don't know, what is your, like, your, your pregame speech maybe uh, that, look, you're supposed to win, you expect it to win, but how do you keep the players humble? Are they mature enough or veteran enough uh, ball club? Well, look, we can't just just show up or we could uh, maybe it won't work out on our behalf or then maybe something would have occurred against Auburn that, that got the team's attention. You understand what I'm saying? Because I remember like playing yeah. football games. Like hell yeah, we should beat them. Uh, we, we we way better than them. But you still got to go out and play at a high level, or you could get embarrassed. Yeah, no doubt. Baseball is a different game. It's not always the team with the best players. It's a team that plays the best. And I think one of the best qualities about our team, other than our talent, is their self discipline to get prepared to do the things that they need to do to win. Because they understand the team that deserves to win does. And uh, that's been us in most of the games we played, and so they respect that process and looking forward to do it again this weekend. Coach, uh, on Sunday, uh, the pitching, you, you haven't made that announcement yet, but uh, is that something you still sort of kind of uh, tagging around a little bit about exactly how you'll handle that Sunday against Mississippi State? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we've put ourselves in a really good position, you know, uh, to play postseason baseball at home, so when you get to this point, it's just about one game at a time and, and attacking and grabbing wins where you can get them. And that's what we plan to do. We'll take it Friday, go all in with Paul and whoever else we need to use to do that. 
Saturday we'll start it out with Ty and then use anybody else that we need to do to get that one and then get those guys that are available ready to execute on Sunday. Coach, uh, Hayden Travinsky, man, and over the last four games, he has really been swinging the bat. I know it's over 500. I think he's like seven for 13. Um, well, you almost expected him, Mike, uh, Coach John, to hit a home run. Uh, I mean, <laughs> he's hit what, right. two of them. <laughs> Talk a little bit about his progress as a player. Yeah, he's been doing a great job. And, you know, it's been a big boost to us here. He's gotten healthy finally for the first time since I've been here and picked us up at that catching position, hitting with power, uh, hitting in the clutch, and uh, has been a really nice lift for our team. And he'll continue to get more opportunities because of that. I don't know if this is a, I would call it a gift or not, but uh, Gavin Dugas, um, he is, I think he's either second or third in the nation by getting hit by a pitch with 23. Now, again, I don't know if that's a gift, uh, so to speak, but your thoughts on, on Gavin, he, he's going to get on base one way or another. But taking all those hits, uh, that, you know, that's just the way he is. Uh, you know, he's a Bayou guy, tough guy. And I told this to Paul, I remember uh, someone coming to me, and, and I don't live that far from Homa. And they were like, Mike, you got to come see this guy. I thought they were talking about a football player at first. And it was like, no, no, he's a baseball player, but he was in the ninth grade. And just to watch him, that little guy could play. And he was so matter-of-factly about it, Coach. Uh, he comes off, and he gets. I get introduced to him and everything. And I asked him, I said, uh, hey, you, you looking forward to somewhere down the line getting recruited? He's like, well, it's been like 18 teams already got offers already. So uh, that ended the questionnaire right then and there. But uh, yeah. Gavin's just got a knack for getting, I guess, hit by a pitch. Yeah, he's a great leadoff guy. He's a threat to hit a home run right from the first pitch of the game. And he's tough, as you said. He has a lot of hit-by-pitches. He does a great job running our approach. And that on-base percentage is up there in the high, high 400s, which is what you want your leadoff guy to do. And he's had a great year and uh, has really lifted us up. And very excited for him and, and looking forward to seeing him finish strong. Now, uh, Coach Johnson, where would you say um... – you are defensively. Obviously, you never want to have errors and all that. Is it maybe, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but it just seems like, not that we error prone, uh, but compared to our fielding percentage beginning of the year, uh, where do we rank at the SEC or maybe the country? Because I'm just looking at uh, Auburn was able to capitalize on three errors and and then uh, and and all that stuff because that you know when you get out of the inning and you don't then all of a sudden you're given an opportunity and you're giving up runs so so what's your take on where we at as far as fielding and dealing with errors? Yeah, I think we've done a good job. And what I can tell you is when we don't make any, we win for sure. And there's been a lot more games like that than there hasn't been. And we just got to be steady and got to anticipate. And obviously, once you're in a conference and facing really good competition, you know, you're going to make a few more just because the hitters are a little better and they're going to put the ball in play at a higher, higher clip. But Gavin, who we were just talking about, it's only made two. Jordan's had a really good short uh, year at shortstop. Both catchers have done a good job. So I'm very happy with where we're at and just got to keep grinding out to keep getting better as we get to the finish here. Coach, uh, I'll let you go after this. And, man, it popped in my head. Uh, about, you know, just the, the fortunes in the SEC. And two years ago, you, you see Mississippi State win the national title, and then last year it was Ole Miss. And this was, uh, I think, 2021. Uh, we had the Louisiana line camp in Thibodeau at Nichols State. 
And so Pete Jenkins, uh, old defensive line coach, uh, comes to my home in, in Matthews. So we pass through Raceland, and there's a big cemetery there. And uh, as we pass, he says, take a look at that, Mike. He said, you know what it reminds me of? All them coaches that thought they could uh, catch Nick Saban. He said, they all buried right there. And, and that's what the <laughs> SEC is becoming. Okay, everybody's trying to catch one another, and eventually you're going to take that fall. And for some coaches, because of the pressures of it, you may have an athletic director or president that says, you know what, yeah, what you did for me a couple years back was great, but what you're doing for me now? And, and that's what's becoming SEC football, and now it's happening the same exact thing in the SEC baseball. Yeah, it's it's the best conference in the country by a mile. I think we're going to have like 11 teams in the NCAA tournament. I mean, you just look at last year, the ninth-place team won the national championship. So you just got to embrace that competition and, uh, you know, stay on it when you're doing well and you got to lead during the tough times. And our guys have done a great job of being consistent and I love the challenge of that and we're going to keep working hard here. Coach, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. We really appreciate it. Good luck uh, this coming weekend going up against Mississippi State. All right, guys. Have a great night. Thanks Thanks so much. That was the skipper of the LSU Fighting Tiger baseball team, Jay Johnson. We appreciate him coming on. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 